is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned Hey everyone. We are back with another episode of Random Combos. Yes, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Another sorry. week. We definitely appreciate it. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. You just I'm just gonna say this right now. You look so good. So thank you. I just wanna go ahead and give you a compliment before we get started. Appreciate that. Of course. So getting started with how we do our shows, like every other episode, except last time we recorded because you know want to start something different so we're back to our regular schedule programming new music. new music yes um i'll go ahead and start off uh pusha t's album is almost dry released he put out like he said he was gonna release the album like earlier this week and then so everybody got excited like oh shit yeah, i think it's more exciting to do it that way because mm-hmm. it's like you wouldn't exp- you know it's coming but you don't know when it's coming and then you drop it the week that you announce it's coming mm-hmm. so i made everyone excited um uh, first things first, I thought it was an excellent project. Better uh, than his last one? You know, I, I think the reason why, and even though it's only been a day, I'm going to edge it over the, the older one because of one thing. He had more tracks on this one. The other one just had seven, uh, which sometimes uh, quality. And that one got quality. nominated for a Grammy, right? Mm-hmm, it did. And I'm going to say like this right now. I was going to put this like on social media, but I'll say it out loud to make it more better for you to understand i think this is gonna be the year that is super close to what music was back in 2018 because like pusha dropped the project denzel carry dropped the project and Biddy the butcher dropped the project in 2018 and they were great mm-hmm. and then they they came back this year and all three of them like lived up since that time you know and everything and even though people may have dropped something in between those years it was just the fact that like the music holds up. Um, but he had production from Pharrell and Kanye. Um, and me not being like the biggest Kanye fan right now and everything like that, he served his purpose for the guest verses and the production he put on the album. Especially with his samples and shit. That's cool. You so, know, I don't... You know, um, I'll be honest, of course, I don't really listen to Pusha T like that. I probably mm-hmm. started really listening to him. Actually, not I'm not going to say really listening to him. Uh, anytime I actually thought about Listen to a song he produced was probably when he did start beefing with Drake. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime before that, I wasn't really like I, I, I wasn't like going to go listen to the new Pusha T song. No, I understand. No, and I, and I get it. And, and everybody's like unless that. it was like a a good music, you know, mm-hmm. like Cruel Summer, yeah, type of thing. I got you. Uh, but no, Pusha's like one of them rappers where like he's definitely talented. He very he he really is. I mean, he wrote jingles for. Uh, Arby's, Arby's and, and McDonald's. McDonald's. And he just did the new uh, Arby's uh, fish sandwich and shit, mm-hmm. and which makes his fish scales. And he works with fish scales and all that type of shit. He definitely is an expert drug rapper, yeah. as far as specifically coke. Yeah. Um, but no, his project was good. Uh, but you listened to some some more things as well. Yeah, uh, Meg's single, Plan B. Plan B. Uh, everyone heard the snippet from uh, Coachella last week, and everyone was like, "Oh man." Put this out, put this out. So she dropped Plan B. And it, it sounds great. amazing. She's it definitely is. giving Tina Snow, mm-hmm. you know, talk her shit. That's my favorite, Megan. I think... I think that's a lot of people's it may, favorite, like, Megan. Maybe I told you my favorite two projects is Tina Snow and something for the hotties. Because it's like with the mixtape scene, it's like she don't... She just does it and she does it good, mm-hmm. you know. 
So I respect that. I mean, I know that you know she's you know coming at the loose, but I don't listen to that. I don't listen to something like that and feel threatened or intimidated because one, I'm not in relationships like that. Mm -hmm. It just it can sound good. Like we can watch a movie, but we don't have to live the life of a movie star. You right. Know, I like this. Like characters. I said, she was just talking her shit. Like yeah. You know, like I hate. I used to fuck with you. She was like took a plan B. She said because I ain't trying to be stuck with you. That's how. I, yeah. You know, she um, she was a, a single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dream Doll released a single. Ice Cream Dream. Um, which is it was it sounds really good. Dream Doll is so talented. Yeah, I want her um, to get to the next level. And she's definitely underrated. Yeah. When it comes to the female MCs, mm -hmm. um, super talented. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel Caesar. Yeah, he, you told me he dropped the song. I didn't um, I didn't listen to it. Immediately, but I did hear from what you played it out loud. So yeah, yeah, I I think it's called either "Don't Lean on Me" or "Lean on Me." Mm -hmm. Um, oh, please do not lean. <laughs> what if it was so bad if it didn't have the word "lean" in it, and you just saying that or something? Yeah, and it's something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's called "Please Do Not Lean," y'all. And I'm like, I'm not uh, like I'm not the biggest Daniel Caesar's like fan or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. he is talented because of yeah. course everyone loved the song with him and her uh Best when that, part. yeah when that song in came out moment. a few years ago I, did they win a grammy for that they did actually yeah they did. and i think that's what started her for her winning so many grammys afterwards because every year she's nominated she'll win it you know mm -hmm. she, i think she literally works for the grammy board because you know she did like the announcements of a certain award i'm uh, sure that's probably yeah. like a running joke yeah, I don't know if that's true. No, I, no, no, no. Reason why I said is because when you know the, when they announced the Grammys, they announced it online, like on Twitter or something like that, mm -hmm. and then they'll they'll go to like the next person. So it'd be people that work for the thing, and then they had her do one of like a, she was like announcing like the country awards or something oh. like that. So I was like, dang, she kind of like with not like in a bad way. She's talented, so I'll give her that. You know. Yeah, but the the Daniel Caesar song y'all sounds really good. Mm -hmm. Definitely check it out if you want like you know just like slow. R&B sounds. You want to cry? Oh. I'm glad. Sounds really good. Yeah. Um, was and there any other music? Well, also, uh, Travis Scott's, even though it wasn't his single, it was his first time us hearing something new from him since the, the tragedy at uh, Afterworld. Mm -hmm. uh, Southside and Future dropped a song, what it was called, um, Hold That Heat. But if you listen to the song, like Charisma says it's like hold her here yeah that's hold how that's what sounds like he's saying <laughs> but it was it, but it, uh, travis sounded good on it um but next week uh we got future dropping his project mm -hmm. bobby smarter dropping his project um with some other people um I, that's not coming to mind right now and everything but if we can stay with how do you think he gonna do who bobby smarter you know it's what just, it's just, i feel like this is first project since being released and i know yeah. he's kind of had mixed reviews with the music he's been releasing like uh Mainly, so I know people have been talking about like it's like how he's kind of like dancing in his videos. Yeah, and well, I feel like that's kind of taken away from the music. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the situation. But so, I, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, even then, though, I mean, not to sound like a hater, uh -huh. but his music ain't good to me either. Well, so I mean, here's the thing with me. Um, Hot Nigga when it came out in 2014 was the song. Like in 2014, it's probably one of the the top songs that year, mm -hmm. um, which was a really good year for music. Looking back at it, like J. Cole, Nicki Minaj had a great year that year and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the momentum is gone because he went to prison. Well, 
do at that time, I wasn't really thinking like, oh man, we need that new Bobby Smarter. But you know, when he come out, you know, everyone was happy because you know he didn't snitch and all that type of shit. And, everything and I like think that. they thought that he was gonna be super gangster, hot nigga, and he's like, but da 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 da. Like I don't but know. Here's like, the he, thing. I'll give him this. I if he's having fun, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I do think that I want. Do you think he's gonna lose his uh, street cred? No, I don't think he gonna. I don't think he'll ever lose his street cred. I do think that he'll lose. I think he gained a new audience. I and this is just gonna me being honest. I it, I think I think niggas in the hood is not gonna respect him as much because they probably think he was goofy. Well, I mean, it, it, it could be that. I mean, but a lot of but if you look at those videos, a lot of them hood niggas was doing the same thing that he was doing, dancing and having fun and shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think he's not gonna care because he got respect from the people he got respect for and got solidified with the people he solidified with. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm gonna listen just because I want to hear how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say there hasn't been really like one song since it's released that I'm just like, oh man, Bobby's back. You know, I just hope he does a good job with it. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Um, but sticking with music, uh, there was something that happened this week. Uh, so Erica Banks that, was, that had the people in the uproar. Well, yeah, not really the not people, really, but like really just her. <laughs> yeah. So Erica Banks, if you guys are living under the rock, she's the one that came up with the song "Busted" last. Well, it really came out in 2020, but no one talked about it until she got famous February. when they had the TikTok challenge. Exactly. Um, because I we listened to that project when when it first came out. I listened to the whole thing. And I don't know if people, if you guys don't remember when Erica Banks first came out. Um, I think Cody and I both said on this podcast. I don't know mm-hmm. if he said it, but I know. Uh, yeah, but I know I did. I know. Okay, so you said he did agree. Um, when she first came out, she really mimicked to me Megan because they're yeah. both from Houston, and even how she was Texas. Oh, Eric, she's from Dallas. Oh, okay, never yeah. mind. Uh, sorry. No, you're fine. But how she would rap in her cadence, y'all. She sounded like Megan, mm-hmm. like with the uh, like you know, like she sound. She's like the country cousin, like almost like a country cousin of Megan. Mm-hmm, you know, like like yeah. that, she sound countryer. Yeah, right. More but it just but it just didn't sound as good. Yeah, and so and I just remember I just was like nah because I feel like uh, fifteen on one if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, Carl Crawford. I feel Which like, happens to be the same label that Megan. That's really was where they came to. in. If it was just like I wouldn't have went to to that extremely if she wasn't on fifteen on one. I think I would have because she did sound like her. I, I feel you, but I think, but it just that and she's one just from made Texas. It, because she we knew that that's when Megan was dealing with issues with her label. So it was almost like okay, well we'll push a girl that's almost like you. Like when people was like, well if you think you made me, then make another me, and then boom, mm-hmm. you know that's that shit. And uh, they probably I think they probably did try to make another exactly, and it's not taking off. It's exactly, not the same. you know. Um, and so with that being said. Uh, of course, a lot of female rappers are trying to do one thing, especially today, because of, you know there's one major female artist who kind of like mothered, I guess, the style of a lot of the, mm-hmm. the female rappers today. And that's Nicki Minaj. Now she wanted a Nicki Minaj feature, and I guess she, her, and her label tried to send some stuff to Megan, or excuse me, uh, to Nicki, and wasn't really getting a response. So they kind of was like, "All right, cool." So somebody tweeted. I don't know if it was somebody major or whatever. Someone tweeted about like Nikki don't really work with a lot of female artists or something, and she liked the tweet, and then she gets blocked by Nikki. So she was on uh, with uh, I can't remember the show, but basically the show we saw yesterday with uh, with Ruby Rose, okay, with dude from Superfly. Anyway, they were basically saying, or she was basically saying that like a lot of the female rappers that she works with, Nikki uh, being a person, they really can't rap. And I'm not gonna lie, I know that she's not a comedian, but I laughed because. <laughs> Like, you can't rap. Yeah, I, that's the first thing that I went to. Like, I don't, when I think about female rappers rapping, 
Erica Banks ain't gonna be in the twenty female rappers I could if I could think of twenty female rappers, which shouldn't be too hard. But she can't rap to me. So and so a lot of people was like, oh shit, she's talking about like Coyle Ray, because you know Coyle Ray got the Blick Blick record. Then mm-hmm. people also said Bia, because Bia got that one record with Nicki, the remix or something. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of money, whatever. And then uh Macon did have a song with Nicki, Hot Girl Summer, everything like mm-hmm. that. Uh all of them are tell well. I will say I can say Erica maybe better than Coyle Ray, maybe, maybe. Um I mean, and you know her even saying that too, you know she's only speaking about a specific group of women because Nikki hasn't really featured with a lot of female rappers. Yeah. It yeah, really has yeah. only been just Megan, I guess Bia and Coyle Ray. Yeah, I think what it is is that um each one of people, I could see getting a feature and I could see the thing like Megan just because they was on that live, so it makes sense. Boom. The Bia record, I could see happening because East Coast girls, you know, they so they kind of probably talk that little aura and maybe she liked the record and everything like that. Uh, Coyle Ray, same situation. I, but I do, but Nikki was very critical about uh, Coyle Ray's work too because she listened to the album. She was like, yo, where, where did it go? Because mm-hmm. you better than what you think you are. Um, and then a lot of people was criticizing uh, Coyle Ray's album sales because she sold 9,000 and with, despite having 9 million or 6 million followers, mm-hmm. which I understand. It just, I think a lot of people probably was like, oh, this ain't the, the TikTok era type of music. Whatever. Um, Erica, I do think that she's got too much dip on her chip. Her even saying that and saying what she did is very tasteless. Yeah. And you, and it's just like. From what I've seen, you know, you haven't, her herself, she hasn't gotten the best response when it comes from fans or her even trying to gain a fan base. Mm-hmm. So for you to then throw Discredit, shots. Yeah. yeah, and start saying, well, the people she's done, she's featured with can't even rap. Girl, who are you? Yeah. Here's a situation. I remember people were saying, when they heard the busted record, and they and basically they only listened to it based on the busted challenges. Mm-hmm. People was like, I didn't even know that was a full song. I thought that was just like Nelly, whatever. And then the the twenty seconds you see the busted mm-hmm. challenges and shit like that. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, no, no, no. I listened to that project when it dropped in June. It didn't it didn't hit nowhere until February. And it's like honestly too, and for her to even say like saying that stuff as if she's insinuating that she's a better rapper. Or whatever, and it's like, girl, you're not that talented like you think you are. Yeah, I mean, I would say like this for any rapper that's listening to this. Uh, and your... and and you're still new, so when you're doing these type of interviews, you need to learn how to shut your mouth. Yeah, you know, honestly, people it, it gravitates more to people when you're being more like respectful and being like, just be happy that you're here. Just be happy that you're a topic of discussion. That's it. Yeah, like, ain't... And, you know, be humble, and then... Ain't nobody busting down to try to listen to an Erica Banks song. Yeah, because the thing is that... Cause she like, cause you know, you, I mean, because I don't know. I don't follow her. Um, I'm sure, like, when the TikTok challenge happened for, for the Busted song, I don't know if that song then got on the radio or probably did. It probably did, um, yeah. But I'm I'm sure. I'm not... I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure she's released some singles since then yeah uh, uh remember the two that remakes and i said the only reason why i listen to it is because of the dream doll exactly okay they so, came out with that on that same mixtape with busted and i'm like well i didn't think that song was special then, so, I'm, so. Not, I'm not gonna count that because the same project so yeah. i'm assuming she's released some new singles since that time right uh, and i'm sure if she has 
I ain't heard nobody playing it. Well, she had a song that dropped. What's today? The twenty is it? She had a song that dropped on the twenty second called uh, "Pop That." Uh, she got a song, a single called "Squirt." Uh, and another song dropped this. Actually, she had, she had a bunch of singles that dropped this shit. Slim Waist, and then one's called The Best. I see that right here. Yeah. Yeah, she's released some stuff, so it's like. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah. We'll go ahead and move on from her, because not like everybody else thinking with her. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what else has been happening? Did you want to go ahead and take the next thing? Um, You had you uh, Mike Tyson? And yeah, so. um. So, on a JetBlue flight, don't know where it was going necessarily, but there was a, this this little dude decided to just basically test Mike Tyson. Now, I, I didn't watch the video. I just heard. Okay. So I just I, saw I, that he punched him. I'm just, and immediately I thought, wow, he's banned for life. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this dude was like, he was in the row behind Mike Tyson and just kept just being annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I think the next, the, the reaction of what, I probably if I'm in a position not to say I would have punched you, but I would have wanted to like you know like shut the fuck up basically. It's it's basically how I I received that like shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this dude just kept really just like trying. And it's Mike Tyson. Everybody know who he is. You I mean the tattoo in the face? Everybody know how he talk and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's still Mike Tyson mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Bringing up another thing because I felt like I brought up Superfly, so I'm bringing it up again. Remember in Superfly at the barbershop? Where it was one of the dudes, and he said, I could probably knock out Mike Tyson. And they was like, you bugging. He's like, no, no, I'm not talking about Iron Mike back in there. I'm talking about, like, today, like, old mm-hmm. fat Mike. And they, he like, no, no. So, and the dude that gets in trouble and shit, he was voice of reason. He was like, no, no, Mike's still Mike. <laughs> like, don't get mm-hmm. it twisted. So this dude just can't fuck it. Like, who just, I wouldn't want to fuck with somebody, especially if they're a celebrity. I want to leave them alone, you know, and shit like that. So Mike just, just went off on dude. You know, I don't know, because somebody was taping him. I want to assume it's his friend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the person was white, because I do know this nigga made a joke, basically, like, the Dave Chappelle joke, like, we should never give you niggas money. He said that, or you know, whatever, like that in the video. Mm-hmm. And Mike just went at it, and then the dude, just, he basically shut the fuck up. Um, but I actually uh, I found out something about dude. He was uh, So he got kicked off the plane. Did he? I'm assuming Mike Tyson did, right? Oh, well, they did, right? If they did, they, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. Oh, we just saw the punch. We don't we really know what happened. Yeah, like, I we don't, don't know, know what happened concept. afterwards. Like, it wasn't like, a, it was basically like how uh, we would have wanted the the Mike, uh, the Will Smith shit. Like, everyone just shut up about it. Like, nothing happened to him, from mm. my understanding. But I just found out that that dude mm-hmm. uh, that was punching him actually has an extensive credit, uh, criminal record. So, uh... Yeah, he's been in trouble before. Um, and all that deals with uh, with fraud, grand theft, burglary, possession of uh, controlled substances, mm-hmm. and trafficking a stole, in stolen property. So this dude really shouldn't have been on, on anything. He should have just stopped. But yeah, you know, white dude right here. So yeah. Um, basically, here's the thing. If you see celebrities, y'all, just, just don't do anything. <laughs> just let them be. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't understand why... Oh, don't fuck with people, anybody, not even if they're a celebrity. I mean, but I don't I don't understand either, like, why people feel like it's okay to antagonize mm-hmm. celebrities and that you can say shit to them and you just expect them to not react. Yeah. Or you're shocked when they react. Okay, just because I'm a celebrity, I'm still human. My mm-hmm. emotions are still intact. Yeah. My reaction is still going to be the same. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're provoking me, 
And then what's also kind of fucked up too, what they do with celebrities, it's like, you know, they provoke you. And then they play victim. They, yeah, they provoke you so you can hit them, you can do something to where, oh, wait, now I can sue you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got it on video and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And everybody that's seen the video is like, you know what? I don't even blame Mike. I would have did the same thing. That's yeah, because did. I feel like Mike, T- Mike Tyson understands who he is, mm-hmm. the type of celebrity he is, and that I'm sure he also understands, too, the consequences of what will happen if I react to this, right? Because of who I am and because of, too, with him being a boxer, mm-hmm. you know, him punching that man or whatever... He can get charged with like assault with like a deadly weapon because of who he is, his fist, right? Isn't right. that? I'm your Mike. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of like what they do to like boxers and UFC fighters. They get into fight. They say it's assault with a deadly weapon. Right. You know what? Um, I wouldn't have messed with. I if see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that this dude is young and. But he know who he know who Mike Tyson. He know is. who Mike Tyson is, but he he didn't know how Mike Tyson could be. Before we get into the next topic, he Mike, bit off a nigga's ear. You no, think, that's not okay. That's that is bad. Yes, I would never. T- if I know somebody openly have bit somebody's ear, e- I wouldn't even mess with him. even if he's reformed, right? Yes, because clearly he's reformed. But you know, if you hear that a nigga bit off someone's ear, I would not want to fuck with that nigga. Okay, even if that shit happened 20, 30 years ago, he's like, you. I'm a different person. But just knowing that, you know that. So that's telling you right there, this nigga can take it. There, okay, where he is biting off limbs. I'm gonna give you another. Actually, is it ear limb? No, it's not. Just say ear. Okay, (laughs) really bad. I'm gonna give you another one. This Mike Tyson once was on a press conference and looked at either a either another boxer because I never saw who they had the camera on. Mm -hmm. Either another boxer or reporter that was that was white, and Mm -hmm. he was like, "You bitch, come on, you bitch, you scared coward. You got man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch." Look at you scared now, you hoe. Scared like a little white pussy. Scared of the real man. I'll fuck you till you love me. Like, I, that's crazy. I, that's crazy. I would never, if I ever heard someone say that, I would never test that gangster. That, that should have been it right there. But, mm-hmm. but y'all, actually, not even, just, like I said earlier, not just celebrities. Just don't fuck with people just for the fuck of it. Because you never know that you could be the, the reasoning of your own ass whooping. Like, just, just keep it what you know, whatever. Keep it one hundred. So, what else you want to get into? Um, I was, I was trying to read. They didn't say anything like what's happening, like to Mike. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that even with the situation, you know, I think it probably they probably looked at the video was like that. The dude that probably provoked everything could have been the one that's probably kicked up all the flights. And well, yeah, they said he was heavily intoxicated too. Oh, the, the man was. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, the, well, Mike beat the lick out of him. Yeah. You know. um, one of the things y'all want to talk to you guys about, I mentioned to Cody, mm-hmm. about this Tennessee bill Yeah. Um, that had just came out, where basically um, Tennessee passed a bill that would require drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill, kill a parent of a minor. Um, so House Bill 1834 will require a person who was convicted of vehicular man, a homicide, to pay restitution in the form of child maintenance if their victim was a parent of a child of a minor. Each child of the victim will receive the restitution until they reach 18 years of old, 18 years of old, <laughs> 18 years old and graduate high school. Um, they said the payments are going to be similar to traditional child support, 
in which a parent pays the primary caregiver of their child until the child becomes the legal age of 18. Um, it says the amount of the payments will be determined by the financial needs and resources of the child and their surviving parent or guardian, including the state if the child is in the custody of basically like uh, foster care. Mm-hmm. Also, tradi- also similar to traditional child support, the standard of living the child is accustomed to will also be a factor. Mm. So, if the defendant is incarcerated and able to pay the required child maintenance, they have one year after their release from incarceration to begin paying. Um, which, to me, is... Honestly, I'm all for the bill. I think that bill is fucking amazing. And I think... Um, you know, I don't really give Tennessee praise that often, mainly because I don't know that much about the state. True. But, um, this to me is definitely like a good bill that they passed because hopefully this will show people that the state and the government is not playing when it comes to driving drunk. Yeah, um... Because honestly, you don't. We we in a situation where like it's twenty twenty two, y'all. Yeah, it's people not even like the innocent bystanders that don't that that don't drunk don't uh, drink and drive and shit, and then they could be in a and it's like and it's of, like people you know. who do that. Mm-hmm. It's like what are you trying to prove? You trying to show it's cool? That shit ain't cool. Yeah, it's certain things that when just because you know you see it on movies or people talk about it, like honestly, living is cool, y'all, and not trying to because I would I don't want like all of a sudden. You hear a loved one's life is ended not off something that they did, but something that happened to them or even themselves, even the people like that. Like, that's why it's important that, like, if you're going to go out and have fun or whatever like that, you have um, a designated driver or you got an Uber. Uber You know, like the situation, basically like the Henry Riggs situation, where how all of that could have been prevented if he would have just went home, like, safely. Oh, that football player? Yes. And and a lot of times is that it's 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 crazy because like I just saw a video on Twitter, this girl was like you never know, or even just like that girl right, the one they're talking about in Pennsylvania, the one that was basically bragging about driving drunk, the young girl, and she ended up killing the, the two cops and the pedestrian and all. See, I, the, I had another one. It was a black girl. It was this was a black girl. Wait, was she bald? No, she was young. She was like no, twenty twenty one. She was she was like bragging about. The fact that, um, like, she was, she, I remember, it was like, on Twitter, she oh, bragged about being the best drunk driver. I didn't know that. No, the the one I have is, like, this girl was basically, like, you never know what your life would happen, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And so, it was a party, like, she was at a pool party, you know, had, like, a bikini on, and, you know, she was drinking. And then, all of a sudden, they showed her car. I don't know if it's her car or she was in this car, nonetheless. And the side of it is fucked up, and then they showed the video Basically, her the person was either drunk or whatever and swerved to a gas, a fuel truck. And basically, the fuel, fuel truck actually saved them because they mm-hmm. went under it. And then basically, I think the wheel kind of stopped or whatever. And so, not only that, could it could have been a situation where drunk driving gets into the fuel, fuel truck, fuel truck blows up, everybody that's on that highway fucking die, you mm-hmm. know? So, it's just, you know, it's like count your blessings, but at the same time, it's like... They're putting situations like this because they're trying to get y'all to be fucking smart. Yeah, and it's crazy. It, having to pay child support for a kid that ain't yours is going to be fucking wild. Y'all. Yeah, but it, but at one point, you're going to think about it and you like, shit. If all know. the states keep, if all the states do that, 
then I bet you people gonna be like, oh fuck, I'm not about to be paying child support. Yeah, because all, all, all we get today is the the shit that basically is helping out, and and I'm gonna say this. Now but I'm you know what's crazy though? But it's really unfortunate the fact that it even has to get to this point to where they have to pass a law mm-hmm. to say where if you drink, you're driving drunk mm-hmm. and you kill somebody, you gotta then pay basically child support. The fact that they even had to do that because just for the simple fact that us being human beings, we're so fucking selfish and so inconsiderate mm-hmm. and only think about ourselves mm-hmm. that we can't even just do it just off the strength of being a decent, human good being. person and making mm-hmm. smart decisions. Right. Instead, no, we, we have to be threatened and you have to then see these crazy ass consequences for you to then be like, oh shit, well maybe I shouldn't do it because I, yeah. I don't want to do this. It shouldn't have to get to them saying, well, you got to pay child support. It should be for the simple fact that you know you shouldn't drop, you shouldn't drop fucking drunk. Yeah, this, this is like the same conversation we kind of had about the vax, like people didn't want to get vaxxed or something like that. So then they's like, well, you can't enter certain things. In certain states, they had this. Yeah. You can't do certain things. Then it's like, oh, well, then I guess I'm going to do or, it. Or, was it flights too or something? I don't know. It was something where it was like, hey, this, that's going to that's gonna take you to want to, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. Oh, it but, was like, it was mainly like in New York when it was like, People can enter in restaurants. Yeah. You couldn't go to certain venues or go to concerts or yeah. uh, games or whatever. Yeah. So now everybody was like, here's my arm. You know, that mm-hmm. type of shit. But yeah, no, but um, but I agree. You know, it's one of those things where, it, and on top of that, I think I'm one of those people where like, like I, I, I like to know if I'm like somewhere, like if I'm going to, if I'm going to drink or something and I haven't really like drank like that, but if I'm going to, I'd rather do it where if I'm going to be at the crib or around like in a different state with family, but I don't have to put my, be in a position where I have to drive. Mm-hmm. I do think that, um, it, that's just me thinking because I'm, I'm trying to be smart about shit like that. I mean, so, it, as a lot of people can, and, and I know people too who, mm-hmm. uh, lost loved ones yeah. because of drunk drivers. Right. You and know. it's just, you know, and it's so, it's just real fucked up, y'all. Please be smart. Yes. It's 2022. There's any excuse. A person, to me, getting arrested nowadays for DUIs, to me, I look at you like you're an idiot because how can you not know? Yeah, stop put, and basically, stop putting on for these people. Just stop. We, I know we're in the land of social media and everything got to be so super cool. Don't do it where it's not going to hurt the other person. Just, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Was there um was there any other things we um we did you still want to talk about the documentary? Oh or yeah, uh, Avocado Fitch. We can talk about that real quick. Yeah. Fucking the King Um, did you want to start it off talking about it? I'll, I'll let you start it off because I know you was you was more into it, and then I can kind of just give you my my points. Okay. If you don't want to talk about it, we'll have to. So no, I'll give a brief <laughs> one because I let you pay attention to you. Okay, so um I don't know if you guys know, so on Netflix was a documentary that came out. For the store Abercrombie and Fitch, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you guys remember it. I know I definitely do, especially like growing up, like middle school and high school and stuff like that. Um, how you know it was a store where everybody had abs, especially like the dudes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember we was watching the documentary. I told Cody, uh, you know, when I was in high school, middle school, like stuff like that. I never went into the store. I probably maybe did one time, where I don't even know. But I never shopped there because I knew I could never fit their clothes. You know, they were for the the skinnier the skinnier people, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if they had anything. I've never been. I don't know if I've been in I've been in Hollister. So I don't know if they had anything over. And it was like, like a bunch large. of just like good looking. Yeah. Good looking people. Yeah. Um, But we watched the documentary, guys, and it was so interesting to watch because you learned a lot 
just kind of about the management style and how it was like in the stores like they only hired good looking people um and like that was even on like like when you got interviewed like they rated how good you look like they took pictures of you and sent it to corporate and it was like basically they only had the good looking people in the front and like the not so good looking people to their standards what they deem not so good looking Mm -hmm. um they had them work in the back like stocking you know stuff like that um which was crazy to me like they literally had like certain like rules and requirements as far as like how they had to look i say it was like the uh we call it the imaginary rules like they they knew what they were doing trying to strategically put place people in certain things and then have them and certain people in the back mm-hmm. um the uh the one girl that all of a sudden she wouldn't get no shifts no more yeah so uh, one of the things they talked about was that um Abercrombie they had gotten sued um by these ex-employees and they were like basically they were the non-white people mm-hmm. um cuz that was also a thing too that a lot of the employees in the stores were white um, and so these people, they were ex, uh, ex employees and they were, you had some African Americans, a Filipino, um, there was an Asian lady on there and they all did work there. Remember they said they got hired there for like the holiday time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when all the, the malls are hiring for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it was seasonal. Um, but I guess like once the holidays was over, you know, of course they were Gary, they were promised hours and then they were asking for them and they the managers was like oh we ain't got no hours right right and so and i guess that happened to a lot of them but one of the guys the filipino guy he was saying like um i think he was trying to get some hours and they were like oh we already have a filipino guy yeah and that's when he was like Wait, what? That's like, not what I asked you. <laughs> yeah, and the guy was like, "I never even told her I was Filipino." Yeah. So, so they got um, sued for, mm-hmm. um, you know, like discrimination and stuff like that. But their defense was, "Well, we just had we didn't have no hours, right?" Yeah. And then they got sued again because it was a girl that applied for a job with the hijab. Um, you know, just for religious purposes. Mm-hmm. And they said that's the reason they didn't hire her. Because she had the scar, like the, you know, the, the hairdressing on her head. Yeah. And they, and they got sued for like the civil, not the civil rights act, but. Civil, civil act. Uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. I know what you're talking about, yeah. They got sued again. Um, I don't know if the girl was awarded anything, but I know the group of people that did sue them. They got a uh, they got awarded like forty million dollars or so, um, within that lawsuit. Yeah, but anything it, you want to add, honey? I mean, it was just it, it was one of those things where it's like I wasn't necessarily like a hundred percent shocked because that's how a lot of places are, um, even with like outside of Abercrombie and Fitch and shit, but. It is so crazy how they made this, like, the lady, the new CEO had to make, a, like, a new statement. Like, hey, hold on, that's that Yeah, yeah I, I told Cody, <laughs> I went to Abercrombie's Instagram, and they made a post, basically, about this, um, the documentary. And basically, they were like, you know, 
we can't erase the past, like, because they're taking full ownership, like, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. They also have a new CEO now. They're like, like we're under new, you know, we're under new leadership. That's not our way of thinking anymore. Um, So they they are in the process of right now of just, like, trying to, I guess, essentially, like, clean up their image and rebrand and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but um, but y'all definitely check out that on um. It's really good though. It really is. It, it's it's uh about I want to say about an hour, two hours, basically hour and a half at, at that. But it is a good documentary, and you guys. I kind of hope that more there will be more documentaries that come out. Yeah. Me so too. we can kind of see like, cause we know it's a lot of stuff going on like behind closed doors. A lot of these corporations and these companies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Um, you want to go and get to your? Can you believe this shit? Yeah, hold on for a second, y'all. I'm sorry. I because the one I, I'm going to say I couldn't. Uh, I was doing all this talking. I thought you had it pulled up already. Well, I do, but but here's the thing. One of them because I have the other one like it's an article, but the first one is not necessarily an article. It was from um, something that happened this week. Okay. Now I was okay. I'm sorry. I had to. I was trying to find the individual's name. I just couldn't remember his name. So so y'all. Uh, for those of y'all that's been listening to the show for so long, if you have, thank you so much because, you know, rocking with us. But, you know, I'm a big sports person. So one of my Can You Believe This last year was about uh, Bishop Sycamore High School football team. Uh, so I have another sports one. And this one is just a little different. So this is football league uh, that's in the spring right now called the U- USFL. And it was a league that actually was a league back 40 years ago. And they decided to bring it back. Now, uh, which is crazy because... A lot of these teams and everything, you know, you got eight different cities and stuff, but they only playing in Birmingham, Alabama. So I had like questions without even realizing, like I did last week with that story, I got answers to. Um, so the, for that question, one day are staying in um, Birmingham, Alabama. Everybody is right, but a situation happened. How they all staying in this? There, but they represent teams from different states. Yeah, I thought okay. I thought that was weird because they have like like cities like Houston, you can't be you Jersey. can't you can't be the Oklahoma City. Oilers, but you living in Birmingham, Alabama. I feel you, and I and I, and I totally feel you because in my mind I was like, because when I went to the Wikipedia, I'm like, wait, 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 they only using two stadiums, it, and not only and they're both in two, Alabama, both in Birmingham, Alabama, and not even like a, like you can understand like Alabama, like the football, like the the university ain't even playing in Birmingham and or whatever. Mm-hmm. Weird to me, but that's that's just kind of how it is. So, a situation happened where uh, the video that was surfaced the day after their season got started. So, this is before the season got started. So, they have a football uh, football program on Fox Sports called United We Football. So, a black coach, I don't know his name, but he's the coach of this team called the Pittsburgh Maulers. No, they're not, they're not playing in Pittsburgh, as we just discussed. There was a... There was a rule book of like rule number forty six in this thing to my like don't get disrespected. So a football player was you know I guess was going don't to, get disrespectful. Yeah, don't be disrespectful. Okay, it's weird. Reminds well, you, no, well, you you said don't get disrespected. That's yeah, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, if you feel it, mainly, I think it was like if you're feeling disrespected, tell us. You know that mm-hmm. type of thing. It's really weird. Now, mind you, these guys are just working whatever. They only make it forty five hundred dollars a week with in but extra bonuses if you win. So, a running back of this team, his name is uh, Davion, Davion Smith. He gets called into a meeting with his coaches. And the head coach, which is now a new head coach, like the first time he's coaching anything, he was like, look, uh, you know, we ran over the thing. Um, Basically, what happened, 
is that dude was trying to get some dinner and they had chicken salad. Well, he was like, I don't eat chicken salad. So he saw that the the hotel staff had pizza. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, can I get a slice of pizza? And the guy was like, no. And then he was like, is there going to be a problem? And the, uh, Davion was like, yes. That's all he said. Mm -hmm. So the coach was like, look, listen to me, listen to me. With that situation happening, we got to let you go. And the dude was like, is, like, like this is the I, reason. I wonder, was that like, was did he have like strikes prior to that? Well. Or was that like his first strike? Well, here's the situation. There was something. Because clearly it sounded like to me they was, they was itching for a reason to get rid of him, and that's what they used. Yeah, oh, that, I I did screenshot the the picture, y'all. Hold on, two sec. Okay, so this is what the Pittsburgh Maulers uh, statement was on Odu. So on the first episode of United by Football, the weekly episode, fuck all that. Basically, the show captures uh, extra film, so it's like um, hard knocks for mm -hmm. NFL. So they was like some stuff was left out of context. Smith had violated three. Team rules in a 24-hour span, 24 span in this particular incident uh, disrespected a cafeteria worker, which was not captured on camera. Um, he had, you know, he apologized all that shit, but he would not be reinstated over to, he asked to be reinstated to the roster. Old dude quote tweeted that was like, wait, what rules did I break? Now you're lying on my name. Say less. So it's almost like, I think they wanted to have a reason to get rid of dude. That's what I said. Yeah. And... They went ahead and used this reasoning behind uh, pizza and chicken salad. Like, I'm curious what the other two ones was. Yeah, because now you got to let, let us know what the other ones Apparently, it's a surprise to him. It's almost like they said it under wraps, like, hey, be breaking another rule, you know, whatever. And so it could have set him up, you know, cafeteria mm -hmm. worker. I mean, shit, I, I, I will feel disrespected if I'm spending all my time in Alabama away from my family to play football to get $4,500 a, a week. For 10 games and a little extra if I win. So if you're a losing team, you just basically just get 45000 Mm-hmm. Um, and all that. Anything else before we get out of here? No. All right, then. Well, until next time, everyone. Bye. bye. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. As well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.